Everybody, it's your boy DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God, and we are the Breakfast Club, and we have a special guest in the building. It's uh LL Cool J, <laughs> Mr. Goat himself, yeah. right here on the Blurs and Clips Can't Breakfast Club jokes. podcast. All right, so yeah, you ain't gonna get that shit all twice. Go ahead, yeah. Watts. I hate you, niggas, and I hate myself <laughs> for not noticing what was going on yeah, there. Yeah. So, hey guys, it's Saturday. And wind's been taken out of my sails for the intro, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what up, though, my G's? Y'all sure know what it is. It's BKA, Watch One Half of the Blurs and Clips podcast right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network. Sitting here with my partner in crime, as always, the award-winning Vigatron 999. And as you can see, we have our special guest, hip-hop pioneer, microphone tattoo-wearing, fubu-wearing... Goddamn in the house we got L L Cool J. Y'all make some motherfucking noise. <laughs> Didn't I tell y'all niggas on Headstrong to call me Big Ellie? You right. That's our fault. Yeah. That was also a previous joke from what we recorded. No, no, yeah. it's, no not gonna hard, it's not going to hit as hard. It's not. It's not going to hit as hard. It's ah. Speaking of hidden heart, this is brought to you by by Four Hymns. No, I'm just <laughs> there, there's been a whole lot of erection talk Blue this Chew. morning. Right, right, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. This episode is sponsored by Blue, Blue Chew. Chew. You know what I'm saying? Get your dick hard in a motherfucker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when you're trying to be solid as a rock, and <laughs> <laughs> tell your granddaddy to break you off with a couple of them blue yeah. diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I punched a hole through a wall with my dick on Bluetooth. <laughs> Drywall. <laughs> Yo, you know what always fucking... It's some shit, like, in, in our dialect, and our language that always fucks with me because... Like, drywall is a thing, but wet wall isn't. <laughs> I just fucking hate English. It's <laughs> Chinese language. I feel like everything is supposed to have an opposite. Yeah. And when things don't, it bothers me. That's interesting. Like there's there are airplanes, but are there ground planes? You no. motherfucker. Well, no, tech. Well, technically, no. Nah, I can't even think of no shit. I can't <laughs> okay, because I'm about to say, nigga, I'm about to be blown away. I was away. thinking hovercrafts, but those wouldn't be ground planes. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Hmm. All right, man. So listen, y'all know what it is, man. Blurs and clips, our TV, movie, video game, whatever the hell else we feel like talking about. Podcasts brought to you live on the Twitch every Saturday. And then you can get it on all the streaming services. Raw, uh, uh, shit, when is it? Sunday? Yes, unless some shit goes wrong, you'll get it on the streaming services on Sundays. And of course, we prefer that y'all tap in with us live because you can be a part of the conversation. You can let us know that the audio is not working in the chat and things of the sort. Uh, or you can just give your opinions as we roll through these topics. Of course, we talk about whatever the hell we feel like because this is our shit. I guess I would it would have helped if I actually clicked play on the shit just to listen to it first before uh, everybody else had to let us know, huh? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, look, shit be happening, and 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 it be okay. Things be thanging. Yeah. Things be thanging. You know that saying? is also another slogan for blue chip. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your thing thanging, yeah, pop you a blue chew. chew. You know what I'm saying? And before you do all of that, <laughs> manscaped. 
Damn, man, we ain't done sponsors in a while. Yeah. See, we yeah. out here. It, yeah, it, it, it ran its course. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It did. It did. Because if they ain't really going to start paying, then fuck the biggest. Yeah. yeah. Stars, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so today's episode brought to you by Tap Water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get out your tap. It's filled with lead and fluoride, baby. <laughs> right. If you want to close that third eye that them pesky hoteps been telling you about, have you a glass of tap. Yeah. Do y'all drink alkaline water? Yes. I drink alkaline water, too. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I really feel a difference. Man, nigga, listen, all of that shit the motherfuckers <laughs> be talking about, like, make you feel different, don't make you feel different. Yeah. I am convinced, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, it's low-key placebo effect. Like, niggas be feeling however in their mind. Like, nope. niggas be like, yo, man, I drink some alkaline water, and I start scaling walls like Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, that shit is the same thing as fucking tap water. No, nah, real shit. Basically. You know what the crazy shit about it is, bro? Like, uh, when tested, alkaline tap water is surprisingly alkaline as fuck. Mm. I'm not shocked. It's water. It's, fucking it's water. water. No, I, but I, I but get I a did. bottle that got nine percent fucking or nine plus of alkaline in it. I don't know. I, mean, I could have got deer parts for two dollars less. It's facts though, my nigga. Like, what flavor is alkaline? It's like I don't know, man. I, whatever, bro. No, every time I get alkaline, it tastes fucking plasticky. I'm cool. Yeah, okay. That's why all I drink is spring water for the most part. Have y'all had sea moss yet? Yeah, Does that shit work. I don't know. I, no I don't know. Yeah, because niggas like yo. This man, was this is what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't know I don't know what's broken on me to be like. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Suddenly everything works now. Because yeah. niggas, bro. Because when you look at the benefits of sea moss and shit, niggas be like, it makes you wake up earlier, gives you more energy, makes you be able to do more push-ups. And I'm just like, nigga, none of this happened. Yeah, dog. The niggas would say sea moss. Like yo, I start taking sea moss, nigga. I'm Wolverine now. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like I heal way faster. Like, yeah, yeah. I had a scrape on my knee at three o'clock, and at three fifteen, <laughs> it was, it was gone. gone. <laughs> like, nigga, like what? Yeah, like, yeah nigga. Sea moss to do all that for you, and to make your hair grow back. Yeah. It strengthen the enamel on your teeth. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like what? Like, like, bro, it keep your shoes from untying. Like, yeah. and that's pesky. Man, so, yeah, I had sea moss. My scrotum is unwrinkled now. First nigga on that shit is smooth as eggs. My shit is super smooth, nigga. Yeah. Like what? That's crazy. Like yeah, if you take sea moss, your babies won't have a bald spot when they born. They won't. They won't have that soft spot in the middle. It don't. It be hard already. <laughs> you dropped a nigga on his head and everything. He'd be all right. I tested it. I dropped him two times. Sea moss. Sea moss. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and get you some from, from your local nigga on Instagram <laughs> yeah, who, who advertising that he's selling sea moss yeah. in multiple different forms. You can get the gel sea moss, you can get the sea moss capsules, or you can get the sea moss body wash <laughs> by Old Spice. Right. Get that on Instagram and then respond back to those messages that ask you, did you hear about the government loan program? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Did you did you hear about the DHHS program? Yeah, that they're giving away free money? Yeah. I'm a random stranger, but I just figure I'd tell you. That's, yeah. Like, no, 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 but no. This, this is the thing. Every time I get that, it's a nigga who I definitely know. And my immediate question is, no, nah, I didn't hear about it. Why didn't you tell me about it the last time I saw you two days ago? I t yeah, I, t I, sent you, I sent you the message. I sent to one dude. I yeah. was like, yo, man, I'm not talking. I'm dead serious. I couldn't put this on uh, Instagram. I was like, yo, I'm not talking to you after you lick my grandma's butt. <laughs> this nigga was like. Man, he started laughing like, no, it's really me. And he showed a picture of his license. I'm like, where you meet me at? Instant block. Like, dog, like, what the fuck? Who's gonna get the fuck out of here? Right. 
I fucking forget hate everybody. about it. Forget, forget about it. We warned Did up, you come to make me an offer I could not refuse? <laughs> All right, so there's stuff that happens in TV and movies. We cover them. We talk about those things. Fortunately, we got the homie in the building. Uh, so let's go ahead and do some introduction. If you don't know who DJ Step 1 is, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I feel like people are supposed to know you. No, nah, that's that's definitely not true. You, but you but you were like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like Varsity Squad, though, was it was a really big thing. Yeah, but I was like the the member that everybody was like. I was like the you guy of Varsity Squad. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What I'm saying, like, like, so listen, man. DJ Step One obviously is a DJ. When you hear that name, he's also a director. Okay, you motherfuckers. And some of the shit that we covered when the mics wasn't fucking working was the fact that he and I were supposed to do a movie podcast together, which we started having conversation about in like what 2018. Probably. Yeah, it was like 2018, I want to say. And uh, he was doing Last of a Dying Breed with DJ K Nice. Shout out to the homie DJ K Nice. And he was also working on his web series, Small World, which is on YouTube. Go check that bitch out one time. I'm in that shit, Vig in that shit, and a bunch of other hometown heroes in that shit. Listen, if you're not from Northeast Ohio, from the Cleveland area, then you may not know who none of us are, and that's fine. Yeah. But we are a couple of real niggas out here in these streets. And by in these streets, I mean in my basement. Because this we ain't we white. Right. <laughs> Uh, nigga. So yeah, so because of his schedule and, and and me not knowing what the hell I was doing at that point, I I kind of sat on the idea of the podcast for a while. And of course, Vig is my longtime movie partner as well uh, as, as us doing dope music together. So it made perfect sense to be able to get the idea rolling with the homie. So thanks to Step One's super busy schedule, you motherfuckers got blurs and clips, and we enjoy the podcast. Yeah, I really bitch. enjoy y'all together. I, I appreciate you, my nigga. Like, like this is the thing, and Vig say it all the time. We essentially get together and have the conversation that we were already gonna have anyway, just on camera and mic now. Because like, this is my nigga, and and we legit walk into most movies together, walk out the motherfuckers, and stand in the goddamn lobby of the theater and have the what the fuck is happening? Gotta <laughs> be somebody getting their lawn mode probably. No, that's a plane. It's yeah, Vietnam. Hey, did y'all? I'm pretty sure y'all both seen the movie Aviator. No, no, Martin Scorsese. No, that that's one of the. Mm, that's that's one of the few. I, yeah, I, I really wasn't that interested in learning about Howard Hughes like that. So I just uh, have not taken. Yeah, the time. I haven't saw that or uh, what do you call it? No, 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 no. no I saw that. that. What's the one that just came out that was like three hours on Netflix? Oh, oh Irishman. Yeah, Killed Irishman. No, no, no. Killed Irishman was no, no, no. That was that was the Irishman. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Just the Irishman. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't given. And I didn't see that other shit with Adam Driver and all. Yeah, and the, where they, and, he had to go like, yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah. Certain Martin Scorsese movies you just can't fuck with. Yeah. It, it like, depends. I never watched The Last Temptation of Christ. Right, but it depends on what you're into. I'm not into certain period pieces like that. Yeah. I, I generally like either more Scorsese current day stuff or his typical gangster flicks. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, man. And the crazy shit is, man, he, he's so opinionated about what is cinema and what's not and like he has definitely made the same movie like seven eight times yeah casino goodfellas fucking the departed technically <laughs> he definitely is a motherfucker who's who's yeah. definitely he, he almost main streets real, real close to tyler perry and himself <laughs> with the with the repeats <laughs> same fucking thing over and over i say this though like he, oh, is, he no. is my my favorite director he's great time. bro i would say same vibe but i wouldn't really peg him at the same movie when I'm being honest about it. Like I think Goodfellas Casino, I feel like there was something else around that same time, are probably like the closest but 
everything's slightly different other than the fact that it's usually stars or, you know, some some Sorry. Italians or <laughs> Italian slash Jews or whatever the fuck because he's always fucking with De Niro. But, you know, like Fair I said, enough. having seen Taxi Driver back in the day and then motherfuckers raving about fucking Joker, it's like, nigga, then you've never seen Taxi Driver. You know what's Low interesting? Key. You know Low what's key. interesting? You know what's really close in tone to Taxi Driver that people don't really look at? Did you ever see Nightcrawler? Yes. I did not watch it yet or no maybe no no i did i did i did with jake did. that yeah. was that I gave did. me a similar tone to to taxi driver joker basically was almost like i'm trying to almost do exactly what taxi driver did like i got the feel from it mm-hmm. but nightcrawler to me was like yo this is like a new age taxi driver like i couldn't imagine yeah, myself could watching nightcrawler more than i watched joker right yeah um Nightcrawler, no, I definitely watch Nightcrawler more than I watch Joker. Yeah. That's my shit. Slimmy Man, what's popping over in the chat? J Stu, what's popping, my what G? Up, what up, See y'all over here in Twitch, man. Appreciate y'all. Real quick, listen, y'all can support the channel by tuning in to us on Twitch. Like I said, live on Saturdays. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to our show at the five dollar tier for free, my G's. It would not cost you anything, but it would still support the show. I do have to show VIG accounting for that. I appreciate y'all tapping in with us in that way. Uh, or you could just be a real nigga and just slide us the $5 and subscribe to the channel anyway out your own pocket because it's only $5, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Keep it funky. Be real. And of course, as always, if you got questions, concerns, comments, show topics right there at the bottom of the screen, if you're watching us, you would see you can send those over to us at blursandclips at gmail.goddamn.com. And yes, include the goddamn. So yeah, back into this. I've like watched it, Joker a few times. It wasn't. It wasn't that repeatable to me. You kind of get what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. How many times did you watch Joker, Vig? I think I only really watched it that once in the theater. Yeah, it was. It was one time in the theater. I think. I think the concept was doper than the actual movie. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I... <laughs> And I mean, of course, the shit come the shit comes out. It costs thirty eight cents and a <laughs> fucking pack of Bazooka Joes to produce, and then it made a billion dollars. So they're gonna make another one. Yeah, definitely. But it definitely felt like there was another one to come, based yeah. on like where that shit gets to. You know what I mean? And it was low key such a departure. Like by the end, though, he had done some nutty shit. He didn't. He still didn't feel like the Joker. Does the Joker well, need an explanation? No, 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 no. no. He, doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't. But that's the same reason why I haven't watched it more than once because you could have that same movie if you take out the Joker connotation yeah. and any connection toward Bruce Wayne, it's still the same fucking movie. So I'm not going to keep watching it repeatedly going, hey, this is a Joker movie. It's like, nah, this is a crazy motherfucking movie that they happen to give yeah, his name a Joker coat. Then right. Sammy. And right. it'd have been the same exact movie. Exactly. No, it was just like uh, I mean, it's a bunch of shit. Like that uh, Cloverfield paradox, how they decided to make that a part of the Cloverfield uh, yeah. universe at the last minute, and just kind of add some shit in that that connected it to it. But it was like if you would have just removed the literal fucking scene of the of the Clovey monster and shit, it wouldn't have been a Cloverfield movie. It <laughs> it's it's low key like that. Yeah, yeah they right. could have just called it yeah the 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 spaceship paradox, like whatever the fuck. They could have called it anything, and it would have been. You know, what the fuck ever. Low-key, nigga, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane was by no fucking means a Cloverfield movie for real until the last fucking 10 minutes. And they yeah. was like, yeah, here goes some space shit. That's Hollywood, like, trying to latch onto IPs. You no, 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 for sure. They yeah. did that shit to Keith. Right. They did the same shit to Keith with um 
you know what I'm saying, with with his with his shit. Oh, I got you. Well, yeah. you're talking about well, you're talking about with Keith Collins and them changing yeah. this shit to Assassin's Game instead of Maximilian like it was originally called. Exactly. Yeah. So, to try to just to try to give it some unearned brand recognition. Well, when they to said, get motherfuckers to be like, oh, maybe this is a well, part of when they changed it to say Cloverfield was going to be more anthology like, I was okay with that, but with the paradox, with the fact that they showed the monster, it was like, and and mind you, I didn't hate that. I actually thought it was kind of cool, even though I didn't love the movie. But I wasn't mad at that. Just kind of going. I guess it's because I just like big monsters, and I don't mean penises. So <laughs> you know, pause. <laughs> no, you ain't got to pause that. We got to stop that as a community. Like, no, I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead, pause that again. Cool. Nah. Repause. Yeah, repause. That's a Re-pause. slept on trilogy. No, they did not, man. No, 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 bro. Listen, listen. What is when I tell you, slept on trilogy. Uh, we can definitely cover that in a second. But no, no. They they said that Cloverfield Paradox was already written and complete, and and was just sitting the fuck around. And when they went into production on it, they then decided, hey, we can make this another Cloverfield movie. They slapped the name Cloverfield on it to give it brand recognition to make it make some more money. And get more eyes on it, essentially, out the gate. And also, as another driving tool to get more motherfuckers over to Netflix, as if they don't already have the biggest subscriber base of any subscription service. Right, and this is nothing new from all of the, the sequels that come out that used to go direct the video that had nothing to do with the originals. It's the same shit. You're sitting around with the story. It's kind of resembles something that already has a name that they don't really have a, you know, a sequel for. And they say, yeah, let's slap the name on it. And actually sell more tickets. They do that with a lot of James Bond's movies. James Bond's movies. They like yo, uh, you know them shits all like, over the place. Yeah, or yeah. Mission Impossible. It'll be like, yo, this is just an action movie somebody wrote. Fuck, we don't want to make a new IP. Let's just make Mission Impossible Seven. Feel it. And we'll have Tom Cruise run around the fucking whole movie. Yeah, as long as you, as long as Tom Cruise can run, they're gonna yeah. keep making those movies, yeah. dog. Yeah, he gonna keep running. Cause that's all he does. He just he just run in them bitches. Yeah, exactly. Or like hang off of something yeah. dangerous. He said he actually said I heard somewhere that he runs with his um like palms open because it makes him look faster. Yeah. So like he you know most niggas run with they fist ball like they about to punch somebody he run like he fucking karate chopping the air. Yeah, you cutting yeah you cutting through the air. Yeah. That's cool. So okay, slept on or underrated trilogies? You said. Yeah, I just thought about that. This was not on the topic list. I know. I'm because I'm just trying to send my brain into that space. I get sidetracked a lot. Shit. Okay, so like for example, Back to the Future is that rated properly or is that underrated or is it overrated? Because I feel like the third film is not that good, Must even though people not. love it. It's not that good, but that's always going to kind of be the case when you do some back to back shit. Actually, that's a good point. The most slept on trilogy is probably the, the yeah, because anything when you think about that, if they filmed it back to back, even and I'm going to even bring in your favorite about this shit, Infinity War, Endgame. It's always going to be like the second one or the last one that they're going to say, yeah, it kind of trailed off a bit. So it's the same thing with Back to the Future. Like one was by itself. It could have stood alone. But then the fact that they did two two and three three back to back. And it's like, yeah, together it makes sense. But that third one, it's not as good, but it's not terrible. That makes sense. You know what was really fucking awful that they did that with? The fucking Matrix. Right, same yeah. thing. Yeah, because Matrix Revolution is probably one of the worst movies to ever exactly. fucking come Bro, out. Bro, listen, one of exactly. and one of my niggas out in um out in California, man, this nigga like he has taken classes on the Matrix mm-hmm. and like the the interconnectivity to like real life and all that shit that they like when you cut out all the like guns akimbo ass shit and just look at what the fucking storyline is to connecting 
this false reality to actual reality, so on and so forth. Like, nigga, it's so philosophically deep. Like, I cannot tell this nigga that this that the movies weren't good because it's like you got to ignore everything except this, <laughs> and it's like, but I can't because yeah. it's shittiness surrounding goodness. It's like, nigga, it's like, oh, here's the most delicious filet mignon that you will ever encounter in your life, and outside of it is a coating of shit, <laughs> and it's like. It ruins it either you, way. You don't peel the shit off and eat it. Like, right. You just don't eat it at all. That doesn't make sense. The thing is this, like, yo, it, The Matrix is a deep movie. It has all these philosophical connections. He's right. But the thing is, like, yo, we don't come to the movies all the time for a deep philosophical lesson. You still have to entertain us. You still have to write. So them doing all those deep lessons is cool, but they got they went too far off the fucking deep end. To yeah. the point where the movie wasn't enjoyable. And they didn't do a good job of explaining why the fuck Neil all of a sudden, outside of the real world, can stop machines and shit like that. They should have did a better job of explaining that instead of just basically saying, hey, just to let you know, G- Neo is actually Jesus now. Yeah, that is that is weird. But it ha- I mean, but like, okay, but I, w- I will give it this, though. Like... In order for him to be something super special inside I, inside the Matrix, I would assume that there has to be something actually special about him outside the Matrix. Well, here's here's my sidebar to this. The Matrix, especially two and three, are the most anime shit I've ever seen. And it's the very reason that I barely watch anime now. It's a bunch <laughs> of convoluted shit that looks cool. Yeah. A lot of times, and then other than that, it's like, yeah, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Whatever. They did. They, you know what? You're right because they based a lot of that shit off of Ghost in the Shell. Like they really love the movie Ghost in the Shell. They based a lot of it off of a lot of things because I, I was watching something more recently, and it made sense about how they also took uh, a lot of the visual aesthetic was from fuck. I'm trying to think of. Uh, I think it was Transmetropolitan. It was it was a comic series that I, I want to swear I used to read back in the day where I was trying to get into. I think it might have been. Was it a Magna? No. Nah. In fact, it wasn't. No, nah, it wasn't Transmetropolitan. It was something that I think, um, God damn it, try, uh, I think Grant Morrison actually wrote, and I can't think of what the fuck it is right now. Not but, Sam, man. No, 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 no. No, that's, a, that's Neil Gaiman. Oh, my bad. But, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Yeah, hey, don't, hey. Don't, don't talk about Gaiman. Okay. <laughs> Pause again. Okay. We 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 are allies. <laughs> well, you don't like telling gay men to kneel? Is that what you're saying? That is hilarious. I never Wow. Pause again, baby. Kneel gaming. Right. Kneel gaming. <laughs> Before your Lord. <laughs> and don't forget, this is brought to you by Blue Chew. <laughs> Oh, that's why man. Kill Bill 2 sucked oh man because they filmed them back to back well yeah that's kind of another example that's what I'm saying if you really look at anything that for a fact that they did it all at once the second one always seems to fall off a little bit yeah whatever the other part is it always falls off a little bit even if they're still good it's it's always that first part that got done is always better than the, the last part. You know what? That makes me nervous. I know you're not into horror. That makes me nervous about Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure they filmed them back to back. Yeah, I'm definitely nervous because of that exact that exact thought. Yeah. J Stu in the chat says, Revolutions was definitely the worst of the trilogy, but I didn't think it was complete trash. I think his biggest flaw is not answering the questions raised in the second movie. 
which I think is dope. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. Because I mean, like I said, revolutions for me is is definitely trash. Like, but it's it's one of those things that when we talk about things of sci-fi nature or, or superhero nature, I can watch almost any of it, good or bad. But no, revolutions is trash to me. You, it's I think, terrible. I think you was about to say something. I, I'm in agreement. I can watch anything sci-fi nature, and this is a problem that the, I feel like the Matrix had. Anything, if you set up the world properly, I believe anything you say in that world. Just set yeah, up yeah. the world and make sure you stay by the rules that you set up. Man. Once you start breaking your own rules, that's when it's like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Exactly. Yep. That, that is true. That is true. That's, but that's exactly what I be talking about very often with a lot of the shit that I end up not liking is motherfuckers establish shit and then turn their back on it. Like, yeah. and, and, and like not even before you get through the whole shit. Like, there's just some shit. Like, that's that's it. literally exactly why I hate us so much. Because literally every factor of the second half of that movie is like shit that contradicts everything that we were that, that was established in the first part. And it just bothers the shit out of me. You know what? I was wondering like us, us was pretty good. And I thought like I'm not having even watched it again. So obviously I, I don't like it that much. Like it's it's an actually I'm agreement with you. It's actually not that good of a movie. No, no, it's, just, it's not. I don't know. It's not. I mean, I, I didn't love it and I didn't watch it after seeing it in the theater that once either. So, I mean, I, I get it. How many, how many times have y'all watched Get Out? Uh, well, here's the thing. I've seen Get Out quite a few times. So, so here's the thing. So that's what I was going to say. I've noticed for me, that's the new standard. If I don't watch the shit multiple times after, I'm really coming to the realization that I didn't like it. However, I've only seen Get Out once and that shit's great. I'm starting to come to that realization too because the thing is this, like I've only seen Get Out once and I saw it in the theater I'm not going to say it's great. I'm going to say it's, it's good. But I think that only reason I saw it, certain movies you only need to see once. Like, you don't need to see Schindler's List over no, and over no, again no, because, like, no. you just get the point it's a great movie. Certain movies, mm. like, scar you. Yeah. I, I think with us, us didn't so much scar me. I think I just got the point initially, especially with us being black men in America. Right. You get that point and it's drilled into you. Like, you kind of don't want to see the shit again. But it's still a good movie, but... I don't know, man. Sometimes I kind of feel like us get out. Sorry, it's kind of a little bit overrated. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I said, I think I for think what it was, it, it was actually pretty great. But I just didn't really have that much of a desire to watch it again. Because, again, my thing with horror is not so much that I don't like horror, but there are certain segments of horror that I prefer over others. Like, you give me some monsters or something like that's a little bit more sci-fi based in it. Mm-hmm. That kind of threat, I'm cool with, but something a little bit more psychological or paranormal. And definitely, I don't really like slasher-based shit. So that's why I'm just not as into that. But no, Get Out is man. one of those types of things where I'm like, this is very smart. It really spoke to me, but I just don't really feel like going there. Yeah, as going back through it, yeah. Yeah, as far as mood. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I got Get Out on the wall over there or whatever, and I got a crisp from get out Funko Pop on the TV and shit. Like it was it was good. Like it was definitely good. I enjoyed it. I have seen it a couple times. I didn't feel like some shit that they placed here went off the fucking rails over here and that shit completely nullified this shit down here. So I didn't have those issues with it. Us did a lot of that. For me, it was just a bunch of shit. it just left too many unanswered questions. And there's not going to be a sequel. So we're not going to get answers to those questions. It didn't make sense why one tethered could untether 
and and would be special. But you always got to have that something special occurs. You know what I'm saying? Okay, mm-hmm. fine. But if that if they untether, how did they get retethered? That was that was like, and they showed through multiple points that Adelaide and whatever the fuck the other version red was called. I think it was they untethered, so she came up, choked herself, choked her opposite out, drug her down, and then left her down there, and then took her assumed life in the above ground. So they're untethered. They never explained why she didn't just come the fuck up the escalator like, <laughs> hey, I got choked out a little while ago and now I'm just lost on the beach. They never explained how she suddenly got retethered to her for them to then untether when they did the ballet dance. None of that shit makes sense. Well, I get part of that, but I, I think as far, you know, and this is nitpicking Watts. But, um, no, it's not. In a, in a way, not in a way, in a way, in a way, no, just one part of it. Just one part of it. This is all I'm addressing. Not the, the tethered part, but if she got taken down there, you woke up and you're down there with all these people. You're a kid. You're a kid. You wake up in some place that you weren't last at and you got all these fucking people walking around looking crazy as fuck. You don't know what's going on. It's like a nightmare. I'm not going to give her that much leeway to say, yeah, she just made her way up out of there to go back to where she was. Cause as a kid, you'd probably be fucking terrified to do anything and just be kind of stuck. Yes. That part is then, all I'm going with. Everything else you said, I'm, I'm fine with. I'm not tripping on that. I'm just that part for sure. But then as an adult, she's, she, she knew, she knew or figured out at some point how to go up the goddamn steps. And instead of going up the goddamn steps, she decided to organize all the doppelgangers and come up with a plan to destroy the planet (laughs) with doppelgangers and shit. Well, you gotta remember also, it was free rent down there. So, you know, niggas like free shit. You right. To address also, Jay Stu saying that, yeah, Watts is lightweight nitpicking, but he ain't wrong. And this, this is true. Like I said, I understand. And then also, Jay Stu, yeah, you like paranormal, psychological, ghost story type. And sometimes I do, cause I like, there's stuff like, that I would have interested in, like watching like uh, The Boy, or I watched The Babadook, certain shit like that. Did you like The Babadook? It was okay. I was a little bit under underwhelmed. That Same. Good. I was thinking, I was expecting something more because I do kind of like mm-hmm. the, uh, it's just like we went to go see uh, Lights Out. Uh-huh. And like, I right. loved Lights Exactly. Out. But that was the whole thing. Like people get on me and be like, yeah, you don't really like horror. And it's like, motherfucker, there's horror shit. It, it just, the premise has to get me. And mm-hmm. Lights Out was the type of premise where I'm like, yeah, I fuck with that. Yeah. Nigga, like nothing is better than when I knew for sure she had got the boyfriend and took my nigga up top and bitch hit the goddamn chirp on the car alarm and the light flashed and he got away. I'm like, yo, that's genius. Lights out was good. I don't fuck with paranormal activity. The first one was dope. I'll even give it to the second one. But after that, that shit went downhill. Because they're so cheap to make, you can make so much money off of them. I get it. Here, interesting thing, because the problem that you had with us is the problem, and I don't want to get too many... I don't know if this is spoilerly. Fuck that. All this shit we talking about came out 10 years ago. ago, No, well, this shit came out like two weeks ago. And this is something me and you both watched, Malignant. Oh, but niggas ain't watching Malignant, dog. That shit made $6. Oh, okay. Like that, my problem with Malignant was it just didn't answer enough questions for why this person was able to do all this miraculous shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I can get too deep into it or. No, I just I just thought that that whole thing was I mean, there was no explanation. I don't feel like we were supposed to get an explanation. It, like you low key got to look at that shit like. Um, these two, these two twins mm-hmm. that that end up conjoined. 
would have been like a, a Laurie Strode and a Michael Myers, essentially. Okay. That needed to be explained in the movie. But I feel like, but I feel like with it being James Wan, I feel like he low key left that up to like interpretation. Motherfuckers like us to be like, oh, I get it. Yeah, but I think certain shit doesn't need to be left up to. I don't think that was a movie that took away so much from the movie for me because it's like, yo, why is this so open for interpretation? You need to explain why she, this motherfucker could be killing police stations and throwing chairs, you know, throwing like heavy equipment and shit. No, no, no. I, 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 I get it. And because the whole thing was up to that point that it hadn't been revealed of what it was. It was like, yo, how did this bitch not know that the motherfucker was in her own attic? <laughs> like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. then it all come together and, and you know what I'm saying, get that, to a point where it made sense. The explanation of why he came back was cool. Everything else was just like, okay, this, this motherfucker is, is fucking universal soldier strong. No, but that but that was the whole like I said, that's that's how I that's legit how I saw it. I definitely saw it like this would this is you don't have an explanation for why Michael Myers is how Michael Myers is. You don't have an explanation for why he's so strong, for why he didn't get shot in the eyes and still yeah. kill the motherfuckers, like how he didn't done, done all of this shit and still ain't dead. It felt very much like that. But we know that's just one person where like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. This was going from a male to a female. It was the same body. But like I said, though, that and and then that's where that other side of it, where you got to think like this is when when one is in control, the body takes the attributes of that one that's in control. Okay. Like split. Like like I said, like on split. Okay. When he become the beast, bitch nigga took a scale, shotgun yeah, to the chest. Yeah, but then walls. when he when when he wasn't, uh-huh. nigga got shot and just died. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like my my mind gave me two answers for those, and I was just like. For sure. Okay. Which is funny because you the one that usually be like, nah, man, his shoe was on the right foot. Now nah, it's on the left. I feel you. I feel you. But like, I don't know. Like my mind just put that, like just, I I had explanations came to my mind that made it make sense for me. It was like, oh, okay. Like it was almost like it didn't, for me in that case, it didn't need to be explained. Mm. It was just low key like, oh, didn't see that coming. And now he fucking shit up. That's kind of dope. Okay. Okay. But like. I don't. I didn't feel like. I thought the movie was terrible. I, I'm not mad at you for feeling that way. I'm it just saying. Boring, I don't. Very boring at the beginning. Picked up in the middle. I'm not gonna lie. The, the the fucking if that police station scene was in John Wick, I'd be like, yo, that's one of the dopest shots ever. And it was still a dope scene. It just was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but like, see, okay, malignant can't be, but it's done well. Can't be movies are hard to make good. In my opinion, I look and I feel you, and I I agree. So, but I, I had that expectation set for me going into it, so I kind of like was like, all right, whatever. Mm. And I don't think that James Wan has, even though niggas be like, from Master of Horror, James Wan. Like I, I never have been like, oh my god. Like he doesn't. He makes solid horror movies, but nothing scary for real. I've never seen none of his shit and been scared. I was like, wait, I was like, scared during this. Not Aquaman. I was scared. I was scared because Amber Heard was in it and she liked to beat men. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing scarier than a white abuser. Yeah. Yo, than a redhead socking you the fuck out. Free my nigga Johnny Depp. Right. No, no. I, I, I legit, like, I love Saw. One of my favorite franchises of all time, even when they get shitty. I just, I can't help it. Yeah. With the exception of whatever the fuck the last Chris Rock spiral. did. Ass. Can't believe who killing us now? <laughs> right. 
Lord, they dead. Put the pig down. <laughs> like, that's, good. That's, that's good. Fuck, but um, what's the difference between niggas and jigsaw? <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. I fuck with saw. Didn't think it was scary at all. Nothing scary about that. That's shit. what I'm about to say. I didn't think it was scary. I saw that shit at the theater, so I must have been on a date. All right, hold on, like, <laughs> my bad. I don't think it was when it first came out. It wasn't really built. They built it as horror, but it really. I don't think that that was their goal. I think it was supposed to be supposed to be kind of suspense thriller. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, and, and that's probably why I even agreed to go see the shit at the yeah. time. Did you think? What'd you think about the twist at the end of the first song? Loved it. Freaked me out. It. I thought it was cool, but I mean, I. It it wasn't. It shouldn't have been telegraphed, but at the same time, it's just one of those like. All right, I didn't see that coming. I did think it was intriguing, and I, I think I only did see the first two. Mm-hmm. I did only see the first two. And, I totally and the second one was, overall, to like take it from two motherfuckers in one room to a whole house full of motherfuckers, with a with a poison gas and shit like nigga. I can't lie to you. And then the way that and they had the nigga, and he was caught, and you got the cops in your face, and it's like nigga, but I got your son. And the whole play to it and how everything played out and how every one of them shits has a twist. The first one was solid. Yeah. The second one was even better because he kept telling them the whole time, your son is in a safe space. And he's literally in the safe next to them niggas getting oxygen and antidote, nigga. And he just couldn't be patient. And it's like just showing you like nigga the lessons, the psychological aspect of Jigsaw up to that point was fucking great to me, nigga. Yeah, the first three. I mean, I did, actually did not like the first saw, but then just like you, for some reason, I can't fucking, I watch all of them. Once something gets serialized and it's horror, I just keep to continue watching this. It's like, it's like Hellraiser because I never knew what the fuck was going on in Hellraiser. Neither did I. I only saw, wait a minute, I think I saw maybe the first three Hellraisers. I definitely saw one and two when I was a kid or a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then I think I kind of remember seeing three and I stopped there. Because I actually, I, I used to have some kind of weird obsession, I guess, with just Pinhead and the whole. Uh, Man, he was so Aspera. cool. Looking. I actually have the the box. I have a, you know, a toy version of the box. Okay. And everything. But yeah, I can't say that I was totally into it beyond that. But the, the Cenobites were definitely some shit that kind of fucked with me as far as like. Yo, and they say that the new design is crazy Mm -hmm. because, side note, news tidbit, uh, there is a new Hellraiser coming, but I believe it's a series. So I'm low-key hyped to see how this shit plays out. Chucky is getting a series on USA. Chucky is getting a series. It's it's simultaneously coming to USA and sci-fi at the same time. Oh, okay. Which is fucking Mm -hmm. crazy. I haven't saw that before. I think I'm going to check it out. Jay Stu says, Condren is scary, you tripping. Condren's who has scary elements, wasn't as scary. Insidious has great jump scares. Listen, I don't know. Insidious. I agree with you, Jay Stu. Insidious, that was the one that I think niggas ruined it for me with, with overhyping my expectations on it because it was like, yo, we absolutely, nigga, it's the scariest shit of all time. And then I went and watched it expecting to fucking shoot a deuce all in my fucking loop <laughs> shorts, nigga. And, and it just did not do anything for me, my nigga. Like, I will give you the fucking, the, 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 the through yeah. the lip. that was creepy as fuck. And, and the little boy in the house and shit, like, yeah. or like walking past and not seeing the, the fucking spirit, like right there and shit. Cause yeah. it's just, it's against a brown wall wearing brown type shit. Like, Okay, I'll give it that couple of things that was cool, but it wasn't scary to me. I enjoyed the first and second Conjuring, but they didn't scare me, though. The first one had the best shot, I guess, but 
none of I, I genuinely cannot tell you the last time I saw a scary movie that actually scared me. And I know if a movie scared me or not, if I go home and got to watch a comedy to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or you got to turn on all the lights. <laughs> <laughs> like real nigga shit, bro. Like if I, if I, if I can't stop thinking about that shit, mm-hmm. potentially being real world when I come home and have to cut on something to like get my mind off it and get me laughing before I go to sleep, nigga, it wasn't scary. This nigga on some key and peel shit that have your nigga walk you to the car, huh? The niggas, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, if I don't got that, nigga, then I don't, then, then it wasn't scary. Like, and wow. I just can't, I have a hard time remembering the last time I saw something that, like, legit scared me for real. But that's my whole thing. Like, so when, you know, all that said to say, when niggas was like James Wan, Master of Horror and shit, I went into Malignant not expecting to be scared. Yeah, you know, I, wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't scared at all in Malignant. I don't know. Like I said, most, most horror movies don't really scare me. It's just certain parts. Then I'm like, yo, that shit's cool where I could, yeah, apply it to real world scenarios. But I'm probably way more freaked out by, you know, just really odd shit. Like when I think about for me outside of like hereditary, hereditary only has two fucking parts I even gave a fuck about. And I'm like, when no, three. It's not scary, but it's fucked up. Yeah, it's it well, in the beginning when Old girl's mama was in the corner. See, that's the type of shit I don't like. That like For I, sure. I generally don't like dark rooms in the sense of like if this some bit off to the distance, I don't like that shit. And then when uh old girl was crawling on the ceiling and shit, it's like that shit was fucked up. But beyond that, I didn't really care. But I'm more the nigga like if I'm sitting there. No, nigga, but the sister's head getting lopped off, nigga. That shit that was, wasn't scary. That was fucked up. No, 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 up. no, 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 no. That's that what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not scary. That shit was fucked up. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't scary. It was just like that those were the three scenes that stood out to me at all. But I mean, I'm sitting there watching the movie, like, where the fuck is this going? But anyway, so like I get more freaked out about the idea, like if I'm sitting at the crib, and let's just say if it was a two foot motherfucker that just <laughs> ran across the room, that's the kind of shit that fucks with me. So was you scared of child's play? No. Okay. No, I wasn't. I was. I was still a. I was like maybe thirteen or so when Child's Play came out. Okay. That was that was just some cool shit to watch to me. Okay. Because back then I was watching Friday the Thirteenth and you know and all of the Freddy movies and and that kind of shit because it was all still kind of comical. Yeah. So no, that wasn't really that kind of effect. But no, and I'm saying, but it can't be like. But yeah, if it was like a doll, because that's why like I've had more, even though I already had the boy ruined for me. But just the idea of certain things like that, shit that's supposed to be inanimate, mm-hmm. moving, or like I said, something that's just not the right size <laughs> being in the room, that shit is the type of things that fuck with me. So like I said, there has to be something that's a little bit more odd, if oh. anything else. Okay. So you watch Tales from the Hood and when them little fucking motherfuckers start running around. That, that would, like, I didn't find, that shit also was still very comical to me, but yeah. yes, it would be that type of thing that I would find to be way more... Like scary in that I, sense, I if it was a real world situation, yeah. but I don't know. My biggest scare is a positive pregnancy test. So <laughs> nigga, join the that. club, <laughs> nigga. Yo, listen, that positive pregnancy test, the movie, nigga. That shit would be nigga coming to theaters, <laughs> like nigga. Goddamn positive pregnancy test from Master of Horror, Stephen King, nigga. Like, oh, I used no. the condom with all of you. Why are they all positive? <laughs> Nigga, just hella. That's yeah. crazy. All of a sudden, like instead of Michael Myers, the fucking uh, villain be like the child support person coming. Positive. Like, oh no, uh, <laughs> goddamn man. Okay, uh, you know what? 
Fuck it. How about what if? Oh, before we get into that, before we switch gears, just to address uh, Jay Stu, I did not see Midsummer, and that's kind of the reason why, because of the fact that I wasn't flipping over Hereditary. <laughs> I didn't give Midsummer a chance. I'm still throwing it in the back of my mind and maybe try it out, but I have not. I don't know about either one of y'all too. I haven't yeah, I haven't missed. watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched okay. it. Haven't so watched none it. of us have seen it yet. So maybe write a book report on it. Yeah, maybe that'll be something that we'll and do in the future to actually yeah. speak on the shit for once. Yeah, Maybe. I'll probably watch it in mid-winter. When <laughs> 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 ain't shit on TV. <laughs> Great singer, watch. Great singer. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, man, let's 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 cover that what if, man. I, I don't know. People seem to not like this shit that much. I, the I the mean, show as a whole. I think I think the thing is what what if it's bred before the next entrees come out. It's not it's not supposed to be one of these things that like, yo, this is really crazy. Like it's Thank a, you. It's it's bread before the next entree. Thank you. Cause that's exactly what I said on the previous episode when we were talking about the shit. And it's like people keep being so disappointed. And I'm like, look, it's not like I feel like everybody has to stop tying everything into being like, well, it needs to be MCU related in order for you to enjoy it. No, nigga, just enjoy it for what it is. It's just little stories. That's it. Yeah, Man. it's it's yeah, it's, it's bread. It's not the it's not the main course or nothing like that. It's just saying, hey, enjoy this, and that's why I say, I think it's kind of funny how Star Wars, to a certain degree, as a property, can get away with more of that. And nobody says anything, and they're not like, yeah. So is it tied into the regular story? It's like, look, man, we just give you some other shit here that's Star Wars related. And you watch this, you either enjoy it or you don't. Yeah. That's my thing. They're just little stories. I don't think that they were meant to to change the world. They can be enjoyable. Some of them are really good. Some of them not that you know good or whatever. But it's fine. I don't have a problem with any of them. It's just it's a half hour out of my time, and then I move on. See, it's, I don't. I think people forget. Like, yo, shit. We get so many complicated watches right now. It's good to just get a show that's a half an hour. That's would you rather have nothing? This is MCU content. Some of the shit is cool. The last one, the Thor one, I didn't like it that much. But the two previous ones, I thought was dope. But I'm I'm not coming into the show like I mean I don't want to keep rehashing points, but I'm not coming into the show like, damn, what the fuck? I'm thinking this is gonna progress the story. You're gonna probably see small Easter eggs in the movies and in other shows, but that's it. Like just take it for what it is. Right, and even still, this one this one with Thor probably is like you know lower on the rung, but I still wasn't like I didn't enjoy it for what it was. It was just it was some background shit. It was cool. It was enjoyable. Yeah. That's that, but that's the only way I look at it. But I, I don't want to put myself in in the status of saying, comparatively speaking, like people that did not read comics or should read comics. I look at this the same way. You have your comics that are just kind of one off shits, and the in the What If series was just one off, you know, one off shits. Yeah. It wasn't like it was anything that was supposed to be going on to continue with any particular timeline. Sometimes they did inspire some things to happen later, but it was just more like, hey, here's an episode of What If This Happened. Just enjoy it or don't. Maybe you just don't read that shit. And yeah. I look at it in the same vein of when we talk about the MCU as much as I don't want to really go on a tangent here, but it's like the Iron Man 3 thing. I don't love Iron Man 3, but I don't hate it either because I just take it all as if I take the three movies, that's like three different issues of a story. And maybe you don't love that issue as much, but it's not like it, it completely ruins everything. Because if I you agree. take all of it together, it's like, hey, there are all these issues. You're not going to necessarily love certain issues more than others, but 
does it still serve the overall purpose of the character and the story? If it does, then that's all I care about. You know, it's interesting. You just said something because you said Star Wars. Star Wars is able to get that one off, but people fucking hate when the main storyline does anything different. Mm-hmm. And with the MCU, is kind of like the, the contrast, the opposite of that, where it's like, okay, you can, everything has to be tied into the main storyline. Anybody think that is it, we automatically won't like it. And that's kind of right. whack. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things too. Like I think aside from that, I I also get into it or I've gotten into it with people in the past that, that try to justify you doing something in the MCU or any, or anything for that matter. If it was comic book based and you do a movie and they go, well, yeah, that ain't how it's really supposed to be. And it's like, what version? Cause that's the shit that people never catch themselves on. Like they'll go, yeah, you know, uh, the I- Agamotto, you know, ain't supposed to be an infinity stone, blah, blah, blah. So that that's what I didn't like. What the fuck you mean? Like, this is this version. Like, what difference does it make? People like, if you, it's like you bitching about Superman and going, Superman ain't supposed to do blah, blah, blah. Well, if we're going to go back to the beginning, Superman also didn't fly. He, he just right. jumped. Yeah. Bitch could literally leap, leap tall, tall buildings. buildings in a single bound. He was faster than the speeding bullet. He had some strength, but he was he didn't shoot no eye beams. He didn't have super cold breath. None of this shit. These are things that eventually come over. So that's why I'm always like, when you bitch about a character, what version are you talking about? You talking about the one in the 40s, the one in the 60s, the one in the 70s, the one in the 80s? Which version are you talking about? They talking about the version from whatever time period they got right. introduced they to. Got that. Into, right. And it's you like, my nigga, it, it was there before and, and it's going to be there after. And it's probably there now. Like, there's shit that you haven't even seen that has happened that, that popped off since you stopped fucking with exactly. it X amount of time ago. So exactly. it's some shit that niggas just don't really be grasping. So I don't, I don't look at any of those things like that. I, like, these are stories featuring characters that have had different iterations that have had different writers. And like Stan Lee has said, God damn it. <laughs> like who, who, who would win between this person and this person? Who the the writer decides. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Like that's how it goes, bro. Exactly. Like it's not, it's not anybody in particular. Like it's, there's no right or wrong answer low key because these motherfuckers have went through so many different, they're not real. Nigga, I was just about to say that. Like, it's not like this is like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Like, oh man, he never, he never went to Mecca. Like, yo, dog, it's just people right. making this shit up as they go. And then the thing is, like, why would you want to see? Why would you not want to see some sort of element surprise in like your Marvel stuff? Period? Yes, I don't want to see blow by blow recreations of something that I read. You got to yeah, why you got to mix it up a little bit because if you're just gonna do a whole version of the same shit that I read, like. I'm going to know what's coming. Like, what's the excitement? They're just saying, well, I got to see a live version. I've never been about that. Which is why Lion King didn't work. Yeah. That plus, like, it's people that get mad about, like, Watchmen, for instance. And I mean, I read Watchmen back in 2000. You're talking about the movie or the TV show? Well, well, TV show doesn't count. I'm just talking about, like, the movie being an adaptation of actual 12-issue comic. So I read Watchmen back in, like, 2000. When the movie came out, Zack Snyder did about as close as he could do of doing recreations and like scene by scene, panel by panel recreations of stuff that made sense. There was a lot that was left out, but I still enjoyed it because you can't really do Watchmen as a two or three hour movie and cover everything. You can't. And and the Watchmen series, I mean, was dope just by itself Mm. being that it was more related to the actual comic and not, it was not a two part of that movie. It was more, an actual Based two part of the comic, yeah. right? Because that was the whole thing with all the squids and shit dropping down. Mm-hmm. Because you know that was the bigger 
thing for the original is that, you know, they created uh, a fake alien squid that they dropped in New York City that ended up killing millions of people. And that's what that's the, what Adrian did. Right. Right. That was the catalyst is that basically like, yeah, in, in the story, he basically got a team of people and scientists to create this big alien squid. Mm hmm. And then they had a way to basically teleport the shit into New York City. And then that whole psionic blast ended up killing a bunch of people mm -hmm. just so people would band together and feel like there was some alien threat. And all they did was change that and said, well, we'll just make it Dr. Manhattan because if we do this whole alien squid shit, it's not going to make a lot of sense. And that shit backfired when Adrian did that shit with COVID. Right. Plus, the other thing that I really don't like, and this is this is a stupid sidebar. The main thing that I did not like about the movie was how they presented Adrian's reveal because to me in reading it in the comic, it was so much more effective if you read it a certain way, because once they were like, yeah, we're here to stop you from doing X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you think that, you know, I would, you know, let you know what my master stroke was going to be, blah, 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 to do all of this shit. And he was like, like hit the buttons, like already did it 35 minutes ago. Yeah. But the way that they did it and presented it in the movie, it, it just it lacked a certain oomph that it, it could have had. I think it should have been a bit more dramatic. He's like, did it 35 minutes ago, like to really fuck him up. But he just said it so matter of factly. In there. I get what you're saying. But, I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't because you read the comic. When I watched the movie, I thought that was pretty like poignant. Yeah, and then say it's it's not. I just think it could have been a little bit better. But again, I am totally on board with Watchmen. I anytime I watch it, I always have the full director's cut, the three hour version on and all that shit. Cause again, I love the story initially. I was really into reading it and it was fucking great. Cause Dave Gibbons art and the shit is very straightforward, but Alan Moore has always been a fucking beast as far as his writing. He's written so much other shit that I've loved over the years too, that he just doesn't, doesn't give a lot of props, but I understand why he hates anything taken out of the medium of how he wrote it. Cause it's like, nigga, you just, Doing it just to make more money, and that's yeah. why he hates it. But so, is that your favorite graphic novel? Probably, probably. You got a favorite graphic novel? Watch. No, no. I would really have to think about it. Okay, okay. Did you ever read like Sandman? This is the second time Sandman. No, came up. no, I did. Or Wolf and Cub. No. Or Long Wolf and Cub. No, no. Probably in my hmm. day as a kid, the only thing I read was like as a kid, kid. I read like five different. Spider-Man comics at the time. Okay. Then as a teenager into my early 20s, I started reading maybe a couple of Spider-Man, you know, because I think I dropped off of Spider-Man once the fucking clone saga happened. Okay. <laughs> once they created and uh, fucking the Scarlet Spider came up and around that same time that they ended up coming up with Carnage and all that shit, I kind of dropped off. I felt like they were doing too much. Plus, plus, I know what it really, really, really is. Once McFarlane was drawing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, like 298 to 317 or so, mm. or three, no, he, 323. And then he they gave him his own comic, and he did that one up until like 17. I love Todd McFarlane's art so much. That's what made me re-love Spider-Man again. Okay. So once he left and, you know, they started Image, I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm not as into it. So then I transferred over to reading a lot of X-Men stuff. Mm. But then I started reading the Chris Claremont X Men. Nah, Chris Claremont was, was kind of gone by that point. Okay. Yeah, it was like some different writers at that point. But I like Andy, Andy Kubert and Joe Kubert. Not Andy, Andy, mm. Andy and Adam, because I think Adam was drawing Wolverine at the time, and Andy was doing some 
like uncanny X-Men stuff. So their stuff was pretty good. I was into that. And then once I started reading wizard, mm-hmm. the magazine, and I started getting hip to more stuff, that's when I actually branched off and stopped just being Marvel only. And I started reading other things. And that's what got me into actually saying, fuck it. Let me give Watchmen a try. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, start reading authority and damn, it's a couple other things. I just can't think. And when they started the uh, Marvel Knights line, that was more hardcore for Punisher and me reading Preacher, because that was the other thing. Garth Ennis is one of my favorites, because Garth Ennis was writing Preacher. and You just mentioned Punisher. I got a Punisher watch. Yeah, Punisher. That's hard. Garth <laughs> Ennis' uh, Punisher was dope as fuck. Preacher was dope as fuck. I'm not as much of a fan of the show. Like, I still have not really made it through the show, mm. but the comic is dope as fuck. Okay. And once I kind of got into that and saw that there were so many other things and different ways of storytelling that were that much better, I was just able to go ahead and kind of get into that other stuff then. But okay. I really haven't read any regular comics probably since 05. Like, I used to get shit on a regular, and I have boxes of comics I still have not read from, like, 16 years ago. Damn. Oh, yeah, nigga, you fancy. Yeah. You probably got, some, <laughs> probably got some some bangers in there worth a little bit of cheddar. Shout out to Jay Stewart, yeah, the Batman maybe. graphic novel, Batman Hush. Oh, yeah. This is his favorite. Actually, I think my favorite is The Killing Joke. I was thinking that, and I don't think I can disagree with you. Because, I mean, I don't really have... It ain't too much that, like, jumps to mind. It's like, nigga, this instead. So, yeah, I'm probably there. And, and Jay Stu, yes, nigga. I bought the hardback version of Hush. All because, man, because I love fucking Jim Lee's art. This is the other thing. So, yeah, my nigga. You know, I'm there with you. Did you, yeah, get, uh, did you get the Batman comic with his dick out? No. I, I read, I looked at some stories about that, but nah. Yeah, I actually went out and bought it just because. Um, like this. Wait, did, did you get the did you get the dick out version? <laughs> yeah, I got the dick out version. Because okay, because yeah, because you know they changed it and took the dick out. Because I wanted to see Batman's dick. <laughs> right. Because so, I know so. he used Blue Chew, which is one of our sponsors. <laughs> right. Hard <Yeah>. white dick. <laughs> hard white Batman. No, nah, but he dick. but he was he was like silhouetted though, so it was actually it was technically hard black dick at the at the moment. No, nah, the reason why I got it is because it's supposed to be worth money. So I went to the. It, it definitely shop. would be. Yeah. 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 Because like I said, because they. They got the dick out version, and then mm-hmm. they got the version where they took the dick out. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then they got one where he's spreading his butt cheeks apart. It's Mike Concho. Alrighty. Wait, that was a okay. That was did y'all ever see Tyler Gay Nights? I know he saw it. Yep, of course. No, I mean I did, but, I but all right. Well, I fucked up the joke. All right, I was on a roll, and I went to go shoot again, and it, I it didn't happens. Know. It happens. Hey, to man, the best you know what I'm saying? If you would, if it would have landed, you would have got the he's on fire. Needed that bad dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny as fuck. Okay, okay, okay. What else we got to cover? Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. It's on the brain. Yeah, you know what it is. Goddamn, because the clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we've been watching uh, the Wu Tang series. Uh, they're now in the season two. The fuck is the show called? It's called Wu. Wu Tang in American Saga. Yeah. So anyway. So, so you about the Jacksons? <laughs> so obviously, for those story. that don't know, it's on Hulu and created by RZA himself, and basically telling this, you know, Lee Bermeo is a god, dog. Yeah, he is too. Because that's the that's the other thing. Just small sidebar. That's the main thing for me in comics is that the writing can be dope as fuck, but if the arting shit is hard, yeah, to stick with it's, it. Yeah, it's and that's why hard. I dropped off of uh, Spider Man because I didn't like Mark Bagley and Eric Larson's shit. At the time, so it was it was easy for me to leave it once. Like I said, once McFarlane left, I wasn't on it. But anyway, Wu Tang, an American saga. Like I said, um, semi-fictionalized version 
of Wu-Tang's rise to fame and their beginnings and all this shit. Because that's the one thing people need to know is that it's very, it has the cheese of of a Lifetime movie to some degree or a made-for-TV movie, even though it's technically rated R based on language. And it's cool. I like what Riz is trying to do in, in an artistic way of how he's presenting shit and the different directors and how they've been adding things in. So it's it's good to see some version of how they got together, but it's cheesy as fuck. But it, it doesn't stop me from watching it. That's my main thing, just to say that first. And especially living through it during those times of being a teenager from, you know, from the early days before Wu-Tang was created up until, because I guess at this point now with season two, they're, they're finally just getting together and um, still haven't gotten their deal yet as of the last episode that aired. But it's it's interesting. But I mean, it's yeah, it's cheesy as fuck though. Yeah, I mean, so far so good. Like realistically speaking, I'm because I'm like I said, my whole shit was I'm just looking at some of the elements. Like, yo, my nigga, this could not be real because it ain't no motherfucking way, nigga. We are not clicking up, nigga. We not we not about to be a posse, a squad, nigga. The shit you did over there, nigga. No, you low key gotta die i don't know who this is in the chat but what up though polar knights mother of god this is like the perfect evolution of beards (laughs) (laughs) wow i appreciate that (laughs) you know what i'm saying this 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 i guess it's a good thing i didn't i didn't shave this week huh all right yeah the seating order was not uh, done on purpose but uh, (laughs) it just happens to be that way that we are we are in chinological order <laughs> but yeah yeah yeah. so i mean i'm definitely i'm definitely uh enjoying the show i think ashton is really dope he a weird nigga in real life but he he definitely is playing the role well and, and that's what's funny about that is because if you're hiring a nigga to play you right and as weird as i think his fucking version of riz's voice is again he got hired to do this version of him where he's signing off on this shit. So I guess he's okay with it, but yeah. it's fucking weird. It, it, there's not a line that goes by that. I don't sit there and go, nigga, this just sounds funny. Yeah. But again, but you got a, but you got a, you got a, you got a West coast, California ass nigga cast doing, doing a New York nigga. I, I don't give a fuck about that because if all these British niggas could come here, Bro, them niggas different, dog. <laughs> right, because they're most of them are classically trained to some degree, or right. they went to school and got trained. But you're not gonna have fucking damn Idris get fucking take vocal lessons from fucking WC and be speaking like he's from fucking South Central, and me to like give these other niggas a pass. Nah, we're not gonna do that. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not giving a nigga a pass. I'm just saying, yeah, like, bro, like, imagine though, in general, like. The Brits are different from us, like, bro. Like, we all have a perception of what each other sound like from other places, right? And do typically a fairly shitty job of of trying to impersonate each other and shit. And it's usually comical, but he has to actually try to pull it off seriously, which is funny because not only does he have to try to sound like a New York nigga, he got to sound like a '90s New York nigga, which is even more different. But because mm. I, I, I think, I, but I think of all the motherfuckers there. I feel like the nigga, the, the uh, old buddy playing ODB is bodying that shit the well, absolute best. He that's is. His, that's his son. He right? is, but are you someone else? Ain't that ODB's son? I don't think so. No, oh, no I don't no. think so. Him, I'll actually give Shamik more for not being that bad of a Raekwon. 
Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And I will definitely give Davies props for his method, man. For sure, I definitely look. I feel like he. I feel like he very much gives off the method man presence. Yeah, as he's up there, and I know he like to see the rest of these niggas kind of. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily be like no name, but not be like a famous rapper themselves. Right. And to see him be one though, like he is embodying the shit out of another rapper very well. And it's funny because he genuinely looked like a young fucking method man, which is funny too. Right. Then, yeah, Shamik also bodying it because I'm like, why the fuck do this nigga look so familiar the first couple episodes? And I'm like, dope. (laughs) <laughs> like so then it fucking hit me but yeah like i said man old buddy that's odb man is fucking nigga yes yes shmeek Moore plays raekwon on the show and yeah yes, man and like he's not bad at it no nah, he's not bro and when he when he start rapping he sounds just yeah. like that nigga like uh, for the most part all of them niggas got it for real but i'm telling you but it's just Even the, OD- the nigga that they got to look like you got especially giving them the sideburns like yeah I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. And, and like I said, when them niggas get to fuck it, when that nigga, when the ODB nigga get to rapping, bro, I'm like, yo, like, when, just him talking the way he carry himself, yep. he just, just look, he just dragging himself around, nigga, through life. <laughs> nigga, right. like, let me go so chicken wings. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, he just, he killing it, nigga. Like, for me, that's the nigga. Like, I want more ODB in the goddamn show. I haven't, I only watched one episode. So, and that was here. That was here. I was yesterday. So. Right, right, right. Because so I was, yeah, part I was of the second season. Then? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I literally was season. starting the okay. first when he pulled up over here yesterday, and then I blew through the rest of the whole show. Like I sat oh, the rest of the you. day and watched it. From oh, there. so you had watched none of it? No. Oh, I thought you just hadn't started the second season. No, no, yet. no, nigga. I am fully caught. I started yesterday. No wonder you said you took all day, and I'm like, nigga, it's only like five episodes. Like, how did you take all day? Now I get it. Yeah, all right, I understand. Yeah. So, do you like it more? Is just because it's based on like I think you fuck with Wu Tang. A lot of us, probably all of us here. I am not Wu-Tang. a Wu Tang fan, but I do fuck with Wu Tang enough that yeah, I'm willing to sit through a show about them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, so it's it's, it's definitely cool to this point, and I'm I'm gonna keep on seeing seeing where we go with it. Yeah, it's really I, not. I'm, bad like I said, I'm still, wondering how long they're gonna drag it out because again, like you know, up to even honestly, up to this point, we still ain't like today. Honestly, I don't think it's probably will go farther than this season, or at least to a point where they get big in some instance i'm sure he probably wants to retell that but yeah Stu, um it's not really a bad show it do, it is kind of corny but it's not really that bad it, it it has it has some pretty decent acting in it like i said some of it is kind of intriguing it is a bit corn but like i said it's it's corn enough where i can let it ride yeah because i don't like the nigga that plays riz's brother divine yeah divine yeah. i don't like that nigga and i definitely don't like the nigga that got playing ghostface what other rap group would yeah, you like uh, to see you get a show? Like, I would want to see something like a rap group that they, you don't really know their story, like a Naughty by Nature. Like, as weird as that sound, because I know a lot I'm of I'm going to say, don't Tresh pop up in an episode of this shit? I don't remember. When they, when they was at Q93, they was at the radio station, and that nigga had the, uh, he had the, he had the fucking machete. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. Because a lot You're of, right. a lot of, like, older hip-hop fans hold Tresh in high regard, and, like, us as younger hip-hop fans, we, like, no Tretch could rap, but we don't know to that extent that like older nah, people niggas be like, yeah, Tretch is amongst well, the highest the, choir the of only, lyricism. Well, here's the thing: the only reason why I think that everybody doesn't necessarily make for the best story in long form that way is because a lot of them did get on when they were pretty young, 
and they don't have much of a story to tell other than I was struggling in the streets and then I got it's on. It's the same story over and over. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. Even with Tretch, it's like, yeah, he was rapping on the streets and then, you know, he kind of ended up knowing the right people in Jersey, mm-hmm. getting on with Flavor Unit and then got on. So there's not much to tell other than if you just want to tell a, a personal perspective story for him. Because that's even like I was thinking like with Outkast, it's like, Outcast is really nothing to tell. The so, niggas the same age as me. They got on when they were 18. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's not much to tell. They got out of high school. They were already going to the dungeon, and then they just kind of yeah. fucking got on. So maybe Beastie Boys. But I feel I feel like the dungeon. I feel like Beastie the dungeon. The dungeon is low key where the story is at for real. Low key. Yeah, because Beastie Boys yeah. started off as a punk rock group, right? Right, and that's why I was saying, yeah, Beastie Boys could do a little bit more because yeah, they actually had a pass before they got on, and then you know everything else that took over by the time that they really started to blow up once they switched over to rap, that there is probably a lot more to be told by that. But and I do can, believe, but I do believe they actually have a documentary that either was supposed to come out this year or maybe it did, but I know I was looking forward to seeing it because I saw a trailer for the shit. Shit, it was a trailer I got to watch. I'm probably going to watch that tonight. It was a skateboard and hip-hop documentary that just recently came out. Y'all see that? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you need to watch that trailer. Especially. I'm not a big documentary person, though. Well, damn it, what? It, it depends on what it's about. No, 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 about. no, I'm saying, like, every, like, most documentaries that I've seen, I've enjoyed. I just don't actively, typically go seek documentaries. Well, me, me neither. And it really depends on if the if I hear something about the story and I'm like, that sounds interesting, or it has to be about something that I do care about. Like, I, I only have, like, 12 minutes left, but just, like, me watching the, the Bob Ross documentary recently on Netflix. That's Yo. just so boring. Really? It, it, I, I guess, but again, I like Bob Ross, so I was able to sit through every bit of that because I was interested in hearing extensive about I'm Bob Ross. Literally got Bob Ross Deadpool on the shelf behind y'all. That's yeah. my nigga. Did you like the documentary? I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, it's gonna be boring when you watch it. <laughs> if you if you care about Bob Ross, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be boring. But I but I know but I know the Bob Ross story right. Already, and so did so. I too. But to hear it being really told by the people that were there and his son. It gives it sheds a lot of light on some other stuff that we didn't know about going on behind the scenes. Bitch wasn't even able to use his own actual name to right. let people know that he was doing art. That's crazy as fuck. Right. Yeah. Like and that's kind of where it leads up to. That's kind of where it was toward the end is that once uh, his son had lost the uh, lawsuit and trying to get those rights back, that's kind of where I left off. But yeah, man, that shit is definitely crazy. Like, yeah, my father is uh, Rob Boss. Nigga, that's paint, man. Yeah, he used to paint jovial little foliage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you can't do nothing. I would like to see a Jay Z miniseries. That, of course, would be dope as shit. I think that's the same thing that 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 Big just say. It would be like it would it would be a very big drug dealer story. Yeah, you got to play as straight as possible. Can't be corny. But no, but no, but no, but no. I I would disagree to a certain degree. Jay Z would be an exception. Because, yeah, there's a lot of drug dealing stuff in there, but there's also that period when he was with, rolling uh, with Jazz O yeah. and out first. Because, again, when we talk about age difference, I was a nigga that I remember watching Hawaiian, Hawaiian Sophie. Sophie and okay. all that shit when it came on Rap City. And what was so the other one? The Originators. Was, yeah, when they was rapping fast right. as fuck. That's where I know Jay-Z from. So when Jay-Z came back in, like, 96 as, like, this hustler nigga, I'm like... <laughs> Nigga, you was a nigga in Hawaii and Sophie. Like, yeah. how was you a, a fucking kingpin now? Yeah. That was my first impression. Did you did you see him with Big Daddy Kane in that one video when Big Daddy Kane dropped that album in like 93 or 94? No. The only thing I saw that Jay-Z did in like 94 was when he did that song with the original flavor. Okay. Yeah. 
And I remember like, I kind of liked his verse on that shit and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. But I mean, yeah, that's, that's how I saw Jay-Z is mm -hmm. you're Hawaiian Sophie rolling with jazz. Yeah. You're the originators, which I really love. Cause I love when niggas rhymed fast back then. Uh, Cause I was a big fan of them doing that shit and, and Twister and MC chill. <laughs> shout out to chill yes, talk shout, shout out to mc chill if you're listening unk there's no disrespect here you no, know i shit. love you nigga used to rap fast didn't he not that i remember in that way all right that, i got but i'm to not it. gonna lie i'm not gonna lie so let's 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 settle this we're talking about mc chill just sidebar i did not listen to a lot of rap during the time when mc chill was big mm -hmm. so i knew of him but i wasn't listening to his shit back then Man, we had some lie. actual niggas out here, man. We had Chill, yeah. we had Bone, and we had Uchi Coochie. MC Brains. Ah, that's what, I got him confused. I got MC Brains confused with MC Chill. Or are you thinking of K-Chill? I was thinking of K-Chill. Okay, yeah. yeah. MC Brains used to rap fast, right? Yeah, he used to rap kind of fast. Yeah, but yeah Brains was with uh, Biff. Because everybody used to say Brains was the hardest rapper in Cleveland. I don't know about that, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean the song take the Uchi Coochie shit out of it, but I'm saying Yeah, like, no, of course, of like, course. Other than that, like he was saying he was a real hard rapper. Hey yeah, man, listen. I, I can't really see. See, this is the thing. Because we, we talking about early nineties, man. Like and right. it wasn't that many hard niggas pause in the early nineties. Niggas was well, niggas was, was coming out of the bullshit raps into bars. Well, here's the thing. I I, I I agree and I disagree, especially, again, from the perspective of a nigga that was a teenager mm -hmm. during this period of time, other than y'all young-ass niggas. For sure. So there were some hard niggas, but nobody was famous like that. So that's what really separated, whereas if you were famous enough that you were getting played on the radio and it wasn't some college shit, then that's when you had the MC Chills, the MC Brains, stuff like that. So by the time that I was 17-ish, that was 92, when I started doing talent shows, that's when Bone started showing up then doing mm -hmm. those same shows. Okay. Because them niggas is the same age as me, maybe about a year or so mm -hmm. older than me. So they were there, and then they came out with their first solo shit in 93. That was here. That Was was that Bone Enterprise? Yep. Yeah, because they were Bone Enterprise back then. And then once they bailed and, and went to L.A. and then got on with Easy, then they popped up. Because I remember my shit is that when they... It wasn't noticed like they disappeared, but it was more like I remember going through a source. It was a new issue of the source, mm -hmm. and I'm flipping through this shit, and this was in 94, and I see this ad, and it's like Bone Thugs and Harmony, and I'm like, and and since they had that fucked up picture where, like, Flesh was big as fuck on it, and mm -hmm. they were small as fuck, and I'm looking at this shit like, is that Bone on Ruthless? Like, it's sure enough, it was them niggas. So one, the one of them Ruthless. niggas used to work at KFC. I don't know. Who, I was only kind of cool with busy and uh -huh. and crazy. Them was the only two niggas that used to speak to me on a regular. Okay. But other than that, like I ain't had no problem with the other ones. But like, yeah, them was the only two niggas that were like more friendly. Yeah. Okay. I would say out of that. Yeah. I know. And I never met Flesh at all. Okay. He wasn't around. There. He was definitely in jail. Nigga, ain't nobody else meet that nigga neither. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha almost forgot about that nigga. Yeah, <laughs> <Tasha>. <laughs> she, she, she's like, she came back in at the last second. Was like, oh. And flash. <laughs> That's how quick that nigga got in and out. Right. Vig is an old nigga that don't feel like an old nigga. Nah, I mean, that, I don't know. That is, but that is true, though. Because if you look at how my life is skewed, I am an old nigga that's not really an old nigga. I feel you. I don't have no kids. I ain't out here. Like, I wasn't in the mix of, I was not in the music scene 
with most other niggas that are my age, like when they were in their early 20s, I didn't, I had something out in my early 20s, but I was not out doing shows and all that kinds of shit like that back then. When'd you start? I didn't really start until I was in like in my late 20s. So like when the, the niggas that made you ride came out? What you ride? Oh, fuck. Take a you ride, north side, east side on that. I that sounds kind of familiar, but... But no, put it's it like so flossy. This. I didn't start doing. I didn't really start performing. I would say on a regular until like 2002. Oh, okay. Like the first time I hit the stage was in '92, but I didn't start regularly doing like local shows and shit until 2002. Okay, Rhythm Room. So yeah, so yeah, Rhythm Room. Yep, Rhythm Room was that year too. So yeah, I haven't even technically been in the game in that way in 20 in 20 years yet. Okay, yeah, I graduated in 2002. Right, so that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I am kind of like the old nigga that's not really the old nigga. So there is some truth to that, Stu. Vig's pullout game is extremely strong. Oh, yeah, oh, like a motherfucker. This nigga has immaculate yeah. <laughs> pullout timing. Yeah. No, so those aren't tears on your belly. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, so I gotta, I gotta get ready to wrap up for the festival. So let's go ahead and get into our toy store joints. Yeah, and then we, you know what? We definitely gotta have you back without question because we need to have a a real ass interaction about video games oh yeah okay. niggas definitely gotta have a video game conversation right. that's all i wanted to get into but i know we were like hit on time so yeah we'll go get into that shit so uh, a couple of weeks ago well actually a couple of times a couple of weeks ago i made a trip to kokomo toys in kokomo indiana out in the middle of fucking nowhere which will now pop up in all of you niggas instagram <laughs> exactly. timelines because that's what happened to me <laughs> exactly so yeah if you say kokomo nigga it's coming up right so my dude Ken had heard about this show. There's a there's a series on Amazon called A Toy Store Near You, and they do reviews of all kinds of toy stores all over the country, all over the world, actually. And he ended up finding out about this place. It's basically five hours from Cleveland. So he talks me into going into this spot. I roll out there with him or whatever. I ain't really have any money that first weekend, so I got a couple items, and then we went out there last week after I did have some dough, and I got some more shit. So, yeah, we're going to show the fucking people some of the motherfucking bullshit that I got from motherfucking Kokomo Toys and what the fuck I'm into as far as that kind of shit. So, for the most part, I personally only really get a bunch of Marvel characters, uh, usually six inch, some of them three inch under whatever the fuck, but I get a lot of Marvel Legends and shit like that. So, I ended up picking up this dope ass fucking Wolverine because I don't really have a Wolverine C-Moss. in that size that's uh, the yellow and brown suit so that's definitely my shit which we did get an unofficial right. a deleted scene tease of during one of those goddamn god awful x-men so, movies so i end up picking up this motherfucker i can't think of what this nigga's name but i know he has the fucking the cosmic power shit and yes he has <laughs> the partial spider-man face so i think this is a spider-man version because i had him in the comics and shit but i said fuck it i'll get this nigga too because i got the money i'm balling like that i was about to say where's my super suit right. <laughs> And God forbid, now God for yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like he does have Spider Man got the cosmic powers before, mm -hmm. and it changed the shoot to look like that. So that's what made me pick it up was that he had that in the couple of different heads okay. and shit. I ended up getting a motherfucking now Frost if he's still watching or not. He's gonna be mad because I ended up getting a motherfucking Gray Hulk and shit. Mm. And this is in the Marvel Legends line, but I create I collect Marvel Legends shit so. I wasn't about to get this nigga this shit. I got him some other shit. A couple of, uh, I got him a couple of um, Hulk pops and shit, but yeah, he wasn't getting my gray Hulk shit. And I mean, nigga, I, like I had to get that shit. Nigga, the detail on these motherfuckers, like, yo, that, that's my shit. But anyway, nonetheless, I also came up on the fucking 
dope ass Deadpool in the traditional ass blue and yellow X Men shit. That's actually hard as fuck. Right. When I saw yeah. that shit, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get this shit because I have a few Deadpools, but not you know that. The art on the side of that bitch is crazy. Right. Hey, it's Bobby Frost, man. Right, probably mad as fuck saying, like, yeah, you ain't give me that shit. So then I ended up finally, finally getting me a fucking Mandalorian and fucking Din Djarin, the original shit, mm. uh, before he got the best car armor fully. So, like, motherfuckers in the, in the collecting community forever be, like, swapping shit up and forever, like, trying to resell and shit. And I'm like, nigga, I'm not about to pay y'all motherfuckers $60 for some shit that was $20 when it was in Walmart. Eat a dick. With blue chill. Now, one of the other things that made me love fucking uh, Spider-Man in the first place was once this nigga got his black costume during Secret Wars. So I found another one of this. I don't even know. I think this is from uh, one of the Marvel Select lines of some shit. And it was just in, you know, out of the box. So I said, no, nah, fuck it. I'm about to throw another one of them in the in the collection because I love that fucking costume. Yeah, that, that bitch is, was super hard. That is not Venom for you uninitiated motherfuckers. So I hate when people see that shit and they be like, yeah, you got Venom. That ain't Venom. Now, this is another thing that'll piss Frost off because I don't... Nah, I, th- I did send him a, a picture of this shit so he knows about it. Nigga, my motherfucking Planet Hulk, nigga. My, my Marvel Select Planet Hulk, nigga. That's hard. Big as fuck. Super hard. Very. And I'm like, nigga... And, and I got a bunch of Hulks, and that's the funny thing. Is, that's the thing. Hulk is not one of my favorite characters, but I collect Hulk figures. Because you like the way they look? Yes. Okay. So that's the thing. Like, Frost loves Hulk, but I'm like, yeah, sometimes, like, I'm not going to get you the shit that I'm like, I'm going to keep for myself. Just real. Like, fuck it. Nigga, I'll let you know. But, yeah. That is the shit I love. But then, my prize possession shit that I couldn't get. When you get the normal, a lot of times when you get, like, these size figures, they have builder figures where they have parts for other shit to build a bigger figure. So back in the day, I didn't get all of the parts for the one that I wanted the most, but they were selling this motherfucker all together. And I got, oh shit, my full ass fucking apocalypse in this bitch. Oh yeah, it's going. So it's going with my fucking X-Men shit, my whole X-Men shit. So finally got one of these motherfuckers and I actually already own, I think the right arm, this part of his, his, his pelvis. Yeah, his anus, his pelvis. So I'll his be able. Anus. I can actually replace uh, this hose that's on there because I actually have an extra one sitting in the crib. So that's what the fuck I ended up getting. And I got, like I said, I got my nigga Frost some shit. I got my nigga Will some Iron Man shit. And I got my mother some a couple of Grogu's, like three Grogu's or some shit. The child from, and I feel like I got somebody else some shit too. Um, hey, watch. Do you have any idea who else I bought some shit for? Yeah, I went there. This motherfucker's a liar. <laughs> okay, we're going to start right there, my nigga. Because as y'all know, and you can see in the background, for example, all four Ninja Turtles in Funko Pop glory, etc. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I have Yugi with my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit. I have the whole top shelf is Black Panther. So I have Umbaku. I have Warrior Falls T'Challa. And I also have Killmonger up there. Since What If dropped, granted, uh, it hasn't been the fucking best show. The T'Challa Star-Lord was fucking dope. And I'm like, yo, I definitely want to get that joint. And when Vig went out there, I had Oktoberfest, so I was working. And uh, and I couldn't make it out there to Kokomo. So I asked him to see if he if they had that joint. And he was just like, yeah, I haven't even seen it. I don't think they got it, but I'll ask. And I'm like, for sure. And then Scott Pilgrim, you know what I'm saying? He said, he, you know, he saw Scott Pilgrim. I'm like, that's dope because that's easily one of my favorite movies I've saw in just 
I don't know the past 15 years Shit is just great So I'm like yeah If you can cop those for me That'd be dope So then he hits me up Later on like Hey they didn't have The, the T'Challa Star Lord And the uh, Scott Pilgrim Was like $100 Which I fully bought Because I'm like Makes perfect sense Nigga like an OG Original Undertaker From the first press Is like 200 something now So you know what I'm saying I get it Scott Pilgrim is the nigga You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Cold following shit But then I fucking get home and I fucking go to hop in the goddamn bed and I peel the fucking blankets back. And who do I see in my bed, nigga? Somehow, some way. <laughs> Not Vig. <laughs> covered in fucking Hershey syrup, nigga. Somehow, some way, I flip back my fucking sheets, nigga. And it was me with blow chill. <laughs> <laughs> and T'Challa Star-Lord and Scott Pilgrim are there nigga this nigga this nigga pulled a sneak maneuver nigga and 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 got them hoes to me and I am and I am grateful so I'm gonna go ahead and show y'all these joints one time you know what I'm saying my nigga Scott Pilgrim with the with the solo cup from the party at the beginning of the movie when he was trying to find Ramona fully equipped holding the drawing of her that he scribbled with a sharpie which is fucking hilarious then what I thought was dope and I still think it's dope but now I feel is a little bit racist the T'Challa Star-Lord because if you look at T'Challa Star-Lord he has the helmet on so his suit is 100% the exact same as Star-Lord the only way you could tell that this is T'Challa Star-Lord outside of the box is if you look at the nappy hair busting out the top of the helmet which is hilarious to me Afro. <laughs> oh, this nigga got a black and mild in here somewhere too. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at the top of the box, all you can see is the nappy hair busting out the top of the helmet, and that is the only differentiation between T'Challa Star Lord and Peter Quill Star Lord, which is fucking hilarious for me. And that wraps up our toy haul from El Cocamo. Yeah, and I ain't going back, nigga. Not for five hours to and from. And it's not worth it. There's a bunch of other local places here that I need to check out to see what they got. But yeah, Kokomo Toys is it's a cool place to be. They got tons of old shit, tons of new shit. All of the uh, the you know the super old shit is all in cases, and then they got all kinds of figures and shit, and like some stuff that's out of the box is free. Um, not free. Like I'm just saying, they're they're uh, not in box that you can get. That's uh, loose is what I meant to say. And you already know and if then, you you got to pay top dollar. If right. You want that so there's a lot of it NRFB. And mind you, for for the record, like I said, since I was able to convincingly lie to you about my surprise, it wasn't a hundred. It was forty for uh, Scott, and yeah. and the T'Challa was only eight because <clears throat> it was new. Because there was like a a rack of new shit that they don't have in the cases and then everything else that's been out for a while is all in the cases like they're protecting that shit straight up but i did not lie to you about the fact that i said um, when i said what the fuck ramona and his other girlfriend and the brandon ralph shits all of them shits were like 100 plus well why wasn't mm. he 100 i have no idea that's, that's what that's what caught my it's attention it's probably just the the, the version the the probably like the different versions because yeah i mean this one i wouldn't i probably wouldn't expect to be like crazy but like him with the guitar perhaps would probably be expensive as shit. Right. But yeah, yeah, I mean, shit, that make perfect sense. I mean, like, and, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my nigga for real. So, you know what I'm saying? The fact that he copped them joints for me is dope. Because like, even though he's not a Funko guy necessarily, I got, I saw a really dope ass Prince Funko and- Fuck, I forgot to, t- that's what I forgot to bring. 
I got another Prince Funko. Okay, okay, okay. That's yeah, dope. So That's this dope. nigga got me a Funko from Prince that was actually more current era or right before he died, Prince. Yeah. The um, third eye girl shit with the fucking sunglasses with the fucking three with lenses the third and eye, shit. Yeah. Right. So the, the Prince that I don't like. So they also <laughs> made two other ones. One is more like 1999 Purple Rain era one. And then they had another one from around the world in the day wearing his shit that he was wearing on the cover of around the world in the day that he had on the raspberry beret video. So they had the, the purple rain one with the, the white, I got that. I forgot to get that shit. Cause it wasn't where the rest of my shit was when I was packing it up today. For sure. So yeah, I do have a, finally a second Prince Funko out of the three. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So shit, man, let's get into, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta wrap this thing up and tell people where to follow everybody, et cetera. So on, so forth. Step as our esteemed guest, would you like to let the people know where to follow you as we wrap right. up? If you got an iPhone, try on both the Montre app. Welcome to the Augmentiverse. Also, you can follow me. That's if you got an iPhone. We're not on Android. Spell yet. that. M-O-N-T-R-E. Right in the app store. Leave us a good review. So Augmented Reality a social media app so the only one in the world i'm not even being hyperbolic follow me at dj step one that's dj s-t-e-p-o-n-e that's it on instagram facebook and follow your hearts Yeah, you do that. As always, I am BKA Watts, better known as not Burger King applicant or anything else you motherfuckers can think of. Y'all can eat dick, niggas, because you motherfuckers barely know my first name and shit. I'll follow it's me Chauncey. at BKA. <laughs> it's Chauncey. Uh, follow me at BKA Watts pretty much every fucking where. And yeah, per usual, make sure that, you know, you do whatever Vig says next. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was bitch killer assassin, but anyway, <laughs> nonetheless, yeah, uh, yeah, the uh, award-winning Vicatron, aka the uh, critically acclaimed Vic Norris. Seventeen OEs. No, I only got OEA. Only got one nomination ever. Ever. Um, and I guess I was politic in that year. So anyway, hey man, maybe next year. You know what? Maybe maybe somebody uh, will nominate us for a podcast of the year. Maybe, and also because of the fact that I just dropped an album that's still late in the game. Maybe it'll come around to be in my year. Like maybe I'll get nominated again for scene for mm-hmm. artist of the year or some shit. We'll see. Bang. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, Vicatron nine 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 on social medias and shit. Google me. Go to Vicatron.com. Cop all my shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. Do that, do that, do that. And as always, if you got questions, concerns, comments, show topics, or anything of the sort you would like to send over to the gang, do that. Come straight to my phone at blurredsandclips at gmail.com. Make sure y'all follow us over there on the Instagram. And as always, you can tune in live with us on Twitch when we stream Saturdays. You can also watch on Facebook and YouTube, of course, but you can support the show by subscribing over here on Twitch, which is free for you if you are an Amazon Prime user as always we appreciate y'all for tapping in with a couple of real niggas who are over here in beardological order (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying be safe out here in these streets as always love peace and chicken grease